Hello, hello. Welcome to Your Aunties Could Never. I'm Auntie AK and I'm here with Auntie Farah, Auntie Nana and Auntie Shade. How are you guys? Good. Good, good, hello, good. Hello, good. Good stuff. Yes. Guys, as you know, as I said last week, we are in our new home at The Hive at Garden Studios. Now listen, we're loving this space. It's so inviting. It's so cozy. We're having fun. All the facilities are here. Now, if you want to join us, join the podcast family or the creative family, we will be sharing information as, ha- as to how you can book your space here. That's podcast space, content creating space, rec- music recording space, and office space as well. And we- studio space. And studio space. We will be getting back to you with those details very, very soon. Um, Auntie Farah, take it away. Oh. I always forget. I'm always, uh, I'm always yeah, like, surprised. surprised. <laughs> like, <laughs> is, it, is it me? <laughs> We're supposed to be doing something. Today we have oh. Lyrically Correct. Oh, it's making a comeback. I do like this one. I know. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm not good <clears> here. But. So we're going to do, mm-hmm. okay. I'll ask each person a question. Mm-hmm. And if you do not get it, we can throw it out. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's fine. Right. All right. <laughs> We say that. Yeah. Why did you say right? Then you were like, okay, I get it. <laughs> right, I get it. All right. <clears throat> First question is for Auntie Nana. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was Mary J. Blige searching for? Real love. Correct. Next question is for Auntie AK. A real love, anyway. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. Khalees can teach you how to. Wait, Khalees can teach you how her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, but she'll have to do what? I don't know. Throw it out there. Me, me, me. Auntie Teach you when I have to charge. Correct. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh I didn't think have of it to like... do what? Yes. Oh, I that was it. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Auntie Shade. <laughs> Auntie Shade. Joe Desi will give up their money, house and cars for what? For one hit of you. Correct. Mm-hmm. So far, Auntie Shade is in the lead with two. Auntie Nana is just behind her with one. And Auntie AK has nil. Zero. Okay, next question, Auntie Shade. Auntie Nana. What shouldn't you do if Monica just wants to be left alone? Oh. Call her on the phone. Throwing it out there. Me, me, me. Auntie Shade. <laughs> take it personal. Correct. <laughs> Don't take it personal. Correct. Oh, Auntie AK. Auntie AK. Why was Sunshine Anderson's man tapping her shoulder? To get some sex. Yes. Get, oh. get, I mean, you've get made you made it more some. raw. But yes, <laughs> I, I will accept that. I will accept that answer. Auntie Sade, mm-hmm. what does Rick Ross do every day? <sighs> Make moves? Uh, Auntie, Auntie Nana. Is it every day I'm hustling? Yes! Oh my yeah. God! Oh <laughs> shit, Rick Ross! <laughs> I can't believe it! Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> you Last know, round. I thought you said slick Rick, you know? Oh lord. Oh. <laughs> that would have been a... <laughs> yeah. It was so wrong as well, but... Yeah. I was Last just thinking... Auntie Nana. How does Jay Z reintroduce himself? My name is Hove. H to the O V. Correct. She's really Auntie AK, DMX dated three girls with this name A. Brenda. B. Letitia. C. Nikki. 
D, Kim. Oh, if God. you don't get this. What do you mean? I don't understand the question. DMX dated yeah. three girls oh. with this name. A, Brenda. B, Letitia. C, Nikki. D, Kim. Was it Letitia? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to oh, take... Can wait. I go? You yeah. both put your hands oh. up. Oh, did we? Okay. Did. I don't know. Okay. Um, well, I would like to say... Go okay. on, no, you go. No, so you, you go. go. Okay. No, you say go. Say it at the same time. I'm, go. I'm going to count to three and you both say it at the same time. One, two, three. No, Nikki. three Nikki. Nikki. I said Nikki. We You're both said Nikki. Kim. Was it Kim? Kim's. Oh, it's about three Kim's. That was three Nikki. Okay, well, we both... That's quite funny. that. Auntie Shade, your oh last God. question. What time are the girls leaving Snoop's living room? A, a quarter to three. B, six in the morning. C, half past four. D, midnight. Six in the morning. Correct. I knew that one. And at the end of that round, Auntie Shade wins. Auntie Nana comes second. And Woo! Auntie AK once again comes last. I'm sure okay, you get a point though. Yeah, I got one. No, but these ones I think that oh, no, I'm I think more the, the, I, I think, think the hip hop ones you might mad. be better at. I can't remember things anymore. I'm surprised you didn't get the DMX one. I just forgot. Mm. I just forgot. Yeah, my brain's really not. I think that you'll be better at the more hip hoppy ones though. But and that was lyrically correct, people. Auntie Shade, who would you like to welcome to the family? So I'm welcoming Choma Brown to the family. Who basically, which camera I look at? She um, basically runs a store called the Africa Store, um, which is uh, kind of selling, not kind of selling, just selling um, African um, produce and ingredients and all that kind of stuff, fruit, veg, meat stock all that kind of stuff and she's just launched and she's done this launch despite her mother being very angry with her and saying and being very disappointed that her mother's i mean her daughter's going to be selling groceries so i just wanted to welcome her to family to say yes we need these types of things keep going like really appreciate it um and good luck on your journey welcome to the family good luck uh the i think we could maybe put a link in the wherever and uh sorry but africa with a k not a c okay yeah okay. i feel like I've seen she got, a, she got a, an instagram yeah yeah i've she, seen it i think yeah. i follow her oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sure yeah in fact i think she might have done something where i've done something i've seen her anyway. yeah yeah okay cool cool, cool. that's nice. lovely mm-hmm. wake up what have you heard guys in the streets <laughs> in the streets, and culture yeah, streets. <laughs> in the hip-hop streets so just a quick one we spoke about um ebony k williams uh, in conversation with um, Ian Levan Sant last week, discussing dating options and preferences. Just wanted to expand that um, Ianla was on The Breakfast Club and she was speaking about black women, masculinity, and f- the conversations around black women and masculinity. And she said, black women are men in skirts these days. Like, we're too aggressive, um, trying to take the place of men in the relationship. And we were moving men's ability to man <laughs> basically she's not the um only person that says that we know that the red pill community thrive on this narrative but what do you say to that can we have can we expand on this conversation in any type of way to the thought that black women are now men in skirts so when she said that were men in skirts did she go into why there are so many black women that are like leading in their households did she discuss that or was it just a shaming of now I'd like to say, masculine? didn't watch all of it, just took the headline okay. and ran with it. 
Yeah, I think I think it's a more well-rounded conversation that you have to have in terms of why there would be so many households that are being led by women and not men. And that's the discussion. But to then just be like, you know, black women are just men with skirts on, that you're just you're just cussing for cussing's sake. That no, that's not okay. It's stupid. I'm sick of people like that. That's it. I don't even want to give it too much. I'm just absolutely sick of that. Because firstly, <laughs> if you want to get technical, not all women wear skirts. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have trousers. There's that. There's that. But also like like we just don't need this rhetoric, isn't it? Like, you know, we can, why is it if you're a successful woman, we had, we say this all the time, if you're a successful woman, if you're an independent woman, if you're a woman who it matches her man on some sort of level, you are referred to as masculine. You know, you're yeah. trying to be a man or you're not allowing a man to be a man. Well, what is a man? We can get into that as well. <laughs> like, what is, what's the definition? What makes a man a man? We can get into all of that, can't we? So yeah, yeah she just needs, I'm, I'm not here for that kind of shit. I'm bored of it. I'm so over her. Like, I've been over her for so long. Um, I just think she's really problematic for the culture. Do you know what I mean? And she would have us, um, she would have us a couple of hundred steps back, I think, if she had her you way. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not here for it. And it's just like, it's, it's very kind of, uh, she clearly knows what she's doing. She's trying to get like, you know, this type of response and stuff and people looking at her again and what she's saying and her problematic methods. Um, yeah, I'm not here for it at all. Um, apparently, she's not the first person to say that. Bishop T.D. Jakes apparently said uh, he received backlash last year that we are raising up women to be men and that women are applauded for being tough, not feminine. Um, he noted that women today act, think and behave in masculine ways. Uh, and again, just wanted to see, it's not just her saying it. As I did want to say, it's not just Ianla who's leaning into that conversation and narrative. Yeah. Um, and I think it's what, everything that you guys said, that the world... It is the fun. What is that? But I think it's that conversation that we had the other day about being successful takes aggression and aggression is aligned with masculinity rather than it just being an, a behaviour that human beings express to take themselves forward in something successfully. Um, and it is really looking at what it, what it means to be a man. What are those definitions in this world where women are not, are not allowing themselves to be oppressed by the patriarchy? and redefining what it means to be a woman. We're doing that. So men really need to calm down. We understand it's a shock. It's, we understand the shift is, you know, troubling to you, but you really do need to take a moment and a beat. Instead of projecting your insecurities on women who are finding themselves, you lot huddle together and find out what it means to be a man. Because you cannot just say that, you know, because you you put stuff up, you know, put the Ikea shelves up and because maybe you're the muscles in the house protecting the woman from danger, then a woman now has to then continue to just act like she can't function without you in her, in her, in her space or in her presence. We really need to let us do what we need to do to figure it out. You guys need to figure it out. And those people who are communicating this narrative need to stop because we don't have to. What does feminine, femininity mean as well? Mm -hmm. If we, like, all of us here are in clothes that would not be allowed to be worn back in the day because we were showing you know Pantons. wearing trousers and jumpers and not wearing bustiers and corsets and fainting at the sight of any type of uh, uh, we're talking we're, women we're talking, talking. We've got opinions oh my, oh my god, god. So that literally how dare wouldn't... we do you know what i mean so 
<laughs> I just crazy, think it's enough. It? It's enough is enough. But men really, really do need to sit down and you redefine what it is. And then maybe we can support your narrative in some type of way, a discussion. But you guys need to figure it out. And women, stop apologising for these guys. Yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying that we keep on coming back here again. And I think it's the terms, like just like a... Just making us seem like we're men. And yeah. actually, it's not that. It's not... I'm not trying to be a man. I'm just literally trying to be the best woman that I can be. And if I'm leaning into masculine energy sometimes or feminine energy, everybody should be doing that. Men also can do the same. Mm. It, it, nobody should be penalised because you're just using the two sides to kind of get what you're after, really. It, it annoys me that this is still going on. And that auntie is doing this. It's also, and I used to love her, you know. I used to I, yeah. love Yanda. It's me too. And I, th I think it would be interesting to understand the, the, what the, um, what do you call it? The, the science of it is. Because if human beings do the same thing, which part, what's the boundary between it being solely the domain of a man and solely the domain of a woman? Because if we can both, for example, build a shelf, that yeah. means we're using something that before men said that was only in the domain of the man. Only men can fix things because that's what men do. But if it's, that's not the case. If women cry, men cry. Women get angry, men get angry. All the things that are just, then if you cry, then you're feminine. If you get angry, then it's more masculine. But if we both do the same thing, what's the rule? How do we, you know? I guess that's like the mechanisms of society. That's what mm. you decide. That's the, your cultural norms that gets informed by practices. And we're changing that. Yeah. So in this moment, yes, it's going to be everybody's in a bit of a flux yeah. to find out what, what their role is. But we don't have to resort to shame, really. And that is a, that's a shameful statement. Like, you're just trying to heap shame on us for Men leading skirts, out. That's you know. like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's out of order. So I was <laughs> on YouTube, as always, <laughs> watching another YouTube documentary, which was about, um, it's called The Downfall of the BBL. And this is obviously a theme that I seem to keep on being drawn <laughs> love. to. I do, I do. The, the surgery talk just gets me every time. But anyway, so this is a really good documentary. It's like 15 minutes long. And she is going through the celebrities that are now changing their bodies. So it focuses on Black China um, and her regrets of her, her traumatic procedures, as she calls it. Mm. There's another influencer called Winter, who I didn't know before, but mm. she has a couple of million followers. And she really documents everything, like her reducing her bum. Um, and then she did a few procedures. Her bum gets reduced a bit and she still doesn't like it. Like the shape. So, you know, that kind of toothbrush shape. Yeah. She had that a tooth. What? It's like your hips come out yeah, wider. Oh, okay. So you, it's not like a Coca-Cola bottle. Right. It's, it's oh, like another. a Barbie. Mm. Mm. Is it like More a like Barbie. Shape? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She had that shape and she didn't like it. So she tried to change that. And as they did it, it's like it reformed her bum. So her bum kind of changed shape as well. It's crazy. It's like, you need to watch it to see it. Even when she's explaining it and then she shows the pictures and it's like, oh, wow. Like the surgeon went mad. So she's going through all of that and trying to change her life, similar to Black China. And then there was another person, Dream Doll also went through four different surgeries to reduce her butt, but she got those early injection shots mm. that people were doing. So they had to take out all of those substances as well. Um, and again, so we have touched on this before, but I just wanted to 
Now that we're moving away from the BBL, or if you guys think that, is this the end of the BBL era in itself? And do you think going towards Sophia Ritchie's style, that kind of skinny 90s look, is better or just as harmful? I don't think it should be better. I'm more of a naturalist in quotes, so I would, I ideally would prefer <laughs> that people didn't resort to these extreme surgeries um, to alter their body for style, for fashionable styles. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't say necessarily then going skinny and 90s look and all that. It, our body shape shouldn't be a fad. It shouldn't be aligned to a trend or a style or a fashion. It should be, this is your body. And how do you get, how do you live the most healthiest version of yourself which is ultimately the safest version of yourself isn't it if you're healthy and that's how you're existing that would be my ideal mm. it shouldn't be boxed to okay now it's a 90 so it's skinny now this it's big tits now it's big bums now it's lips and all that type of stuff our bodies are human bodies <laughs> that are born to us uh, that we're born into or whatever we shouldn't they shouldn't be a fashion trend so that's what i think i don't know um the part about is it did you say better or something? Like, I think it's equally yeah, dangerous yeah. because you've got people having surgeries and going to places that aren't necessarily uh, has have the best track record. But then if you, on the flip side of that, look at back in the 90s and the 80s and that sort of thing, you have people doing quite dangerous things to their body to be yeah. skinny. Mm -hmm. So I think they're both harmful. Mm -hmm. And I think, as we've discussed many times, the media has a massive role in that. You know, the, the images that they put out there, one minute it's trendy, like you said, to be a certain way, and then it's mm. no longer trendy. So you've got these women running around trying to be the perfect, exactly. perfect body, perfect shape, all of that stuff, which they don't, you know, might, might not necessarily naturally be, and then that becomes harmful. So I don't, I don't know, that, that's kind of my thought on it. It makes me quite sad on both areas because you've got people with serious, serious eating disorders mm. as a result of trying to look a certain way and be a certain way. And you've got people that go and get surgery and they die. So I don't know. Yeah. I just, I wish people would do, um, you've got to, let me rephrase this. I think people have to do what makes them happy. But my whole thing about that is do it healthy, do it in the most safe way because no, who am I to tell someone what makes you comfortable and how you should appear? but I just want people to be very careful about how they're approaching any of those things and just understand that if you chop and you change your body too much, it does have a very, very drastic change on what the inside of your body looks mm -hmm. like. Your heart and those things can't take too much surgery, can't yeah. take not eating, can't take a whole bunch of things. So that, just bear that in mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I kind of agree more with that. I'm more kind of like, let's stop with the judging of people more than anything. Um, and accepting i think like we have these fads and stuff because people i, I don't know like fetishize certain looks um and then it becomes popular and whatever um and then also as well i think like it's more to do with the mental do you know what i mean because there's like there's there's tons and tons of success surgery stories as well do you mm. know what i mean and like um how it's helped people and how it's kind of like transformed their lives and all that kind of stuff so there's there's that too but i think like it all starts with your mentality mm. like do you know what i mean like because uh, then also as well like some people they get addicted to surgery and they start doing things that they you know they don't necessarily um need it's you know do you know what i mean kind of thing it, it takes on a form of its own um um, so I think it's more, I'm more kind of like in that lane, like 
where is this coming from? Why do you want to do this? Is Do you know what I mean? Is it going to cause more harm than good? I don't think it inherently causes more harm, though. Do you know what I mean? Do you think in the process of, like, getting surgery, there should be some form of counselling? Yeah. 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 I do. Like, that should be, like, within the requirements that used to be yeah. early days that i think in the earlier days when it was less frequent or less popular there was more of a conversation about the whys you're guessing i think so i i, I believe so i think but now it's become like a commercial commodity like just business 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 money it's money, about money. the accessibility isn't yeah. it yeah. because well, if you think about fillers and stuff like that there's a real problem at the moment where a lot of these clinics are unlicensed people yeah. yes. and they're doing these treatments and people having very, very negative reactions to mm. those treatments yeah. because it's unlicensed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those people aren't about to sit down anybody and have any kind of therapy with them. So it, it goes back to the overall British government in terms of like the, the plastic surgery, um, the requirements and the people that control those laws. Those laws, it goes back to them and then making sure that people are safe if that's what you're mm-hmm. going to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's the business aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like just it continuously being sold and advertise as I've just been looking at various different things. Um, now I'm getting all of the adverts. Mm. <laughs> all of them are coming to me. So yes. That does happen though, isn't it? It's, it's, just, but it's also like, you know, the before and after yeah. pictures. And mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely enticing mm. when you're going through. And it, I'm thinking, oh my God, with a young mind, like at 20, mm. getting bombarded with these, I would definitely be like I'm going to save up and get something done I may not go under the knife but you know now there's these whole liquid um non-surgical BBLs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was like at how my shape was there was one girl she had literally it was like that was me at 20 so the dimples going in and she got it filled out I was like I would I would pay for that definitely it was a grandfather I would pay for that but now that's all I'm getting served is you know, sort out your chin, take the fat away. <laughs> like, Jesus, non- I know, right? Stop <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's like, no, this really like feeding into our insecurities and advertising to us, yeah. that actually that. shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. If you can't advertise sex toys through Instagram and Facebook, I think surgery should be a part of that. Mm. It should be banned. Mm. Mm. I agree. Are, That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's definitely interesting. I do, I do, I don't, um, I know it's different. It's a different area, but I do think like, like, although I, I didn't need to, <laughs> but I definitely had friends that back in the day, they wanted to get their, their boobs done. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that was before social media, mm. but like, yeah. it was just like, I guess it's on the TV and in images and all that in kind of newspaper. stuff. And, yeah. and the newspaper, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, I did, I think it's, I do think there are just some people, I don't know if it's the majority, I really don't, that just want to change themselves and that that makes them feel better about themselves. And I don't think there's any harm in that. Um, I don't either. But I do think like with the NHS, if you go down the NHS route here in the UK, then you're talking to a doctor Mm. who deems whether you're essentially fit enough for this mm, mm. um would you call it procedure so we do have that in a sense but if you're private it's private and you can't regulate it well mo- can't yeah and for speed if people are like i just want to do it they're not they're going to avoid that route, yeah aren't they? but it's expensive though do you yeah. know what i mean because yeah. so it's it's there is a what do you call it it's the, it's a privilege as well like do you mm. know what i mean like it's not any in everybody like if you're poor you're not or unless you're doing a layaway yeah there is yeah it's like the payment plan imagine klana from bbl 
I don't know. You may be able to. I bet you could. There's ways around everything, you know. I doubt it. Can I tell you something? I bet you you could. Maybe a liquid one. With Klarna. No, but I think you could because Klarna have got this bit on it, right? Where you can create a card. So it's not necessarily like when you go to pay, Klarna's an option. Love There's another be- section oh. of Klarna that where it's where mm. it hasn't got a part now. You can go onto it and you can create a card specifically from Klarna and you can pay for anything. So you probably wow. can. That's crazy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's, but there's people. Have, people have been asking online whether or not you can. So I bet really, you can. I, I reckon you can. And I think there must be, be some sort of regulation. You don't have to be a partner with Klarna to make a Klarna payment. So and also as well like wait because you can't can you get that here you can't get that here right you could have to go to turkey or that's the closest place the bbl what, bbl yeah, i don't think they do them here do you do, them, no, do they um do? i think it's very few places here okay. that do it but yeah. usually how it's been set up as i said i've been going down the rabbit hole <laughs> is there's an office in harley street mm. so loads of them you are like getting broker. your financial yeah you're getting your finances oh. done here yeah, and yeah. then they sort it all yeah, out, and then you can fly to Turkey. Oh, man. So it's part of the package, isn't it? All of yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and then like and then when you, you get back, hotel. you'll go. Yeah, yeah, you'll have a consultancy here as well. And it's sometimes in that space when you come back, and then they see something's wrong, and then they tell you to go to the hospital. So yeah, it's it's a it's crazy. Crazy. And these people are not medical professionals either mm. in these these brokers. I don't know. It's interesting. I think not to kind of obviously her body turned like a huge trend for me, but it's we're in a different trend now. So like people are not gonna like the trend from before anyway. Like I just feel like there's part of that too. But yeah. Um speaking mm. of uh qualifications and medical people not being qualified also tens of thousands of doctors and nurses will be able to train on the job under plans to tackle nhs workforce shortages so um school leavers can practice medicine without a degree i saw that shit would you trust a doctor who's not done the usual five years to be a doctor no but you're still learning though on the job so but you've um, not done so like i finished school I'm going to go be a doctor. On, a, on an apprenticeship type training. Yeah, you'd be an apprentice. It's a much anticipated <laughs> NHS workforce plan, which will see the number of medics trained by the apprenticeship route ramped up significantly. Who came up with this? Tories. <laughs> exactly. Up to one in 10 doctors and a third of nurses could be trained this way in coming it's years. It's cheaper, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's cheaper it than comes, paying the junior quicker. doctors and the nurses what they deserve. Yeah. It's quicker. That tends, yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I need more details. On, I can see how it can more. work. Because, uh, I mean, there's lots of different things. Not everybody is a surgeon, yeah. Sometimes, it like nursing, some doctors don't do too much other than know more about what to prescribe. Depends on your and, skill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so I could see how it could general. work yeah. in, an, in an apprenticeship setting, like teachers, where there was, a, it's not about anymore, but there was a teaching plan where you could become a teacher by being on the job. And they would teach you that way. And you'd mm-hmm. go into uni like once a week. So... If we were allowing teachers, and there's loads of teachers that went through that scheme, I could see how we could have medical professionals doing it as well. So Not surgeons, but <laughs> <laughs> I could see But you don't have to be a surgeon. That's what I'm saying. I no, think people immediately go no, to the operating table. But there are some doctors who are not surgeons yeah. and they are dealing with life-threatening shit. Mm. Right. But they're not surgeons. Yeah. I don't want that person treating me off the street. You've just come... I don't even know if you've got your GCSEs, bruv. You've just finished <laughs> school and you're coming and you're telling me, oh, here's... I'm going to sign this medication. I, no. 
forward. You know but you I, would like you, to, I definitely you, don't feel like I would like to think. I know we have no faith in the NHS and the government structure, but I would like to think there'd be some sort of tiered or hierarchy system. I'm still not sure how I'd feel knowing that it, I would assume, I really would hope that it's not like out of school, in training, and your first, you know, your first, you know, work on the job is okay. Diagnosis patient with a life or death. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would assume there's going to be some sort of maybe next year you do this. There's a tiered way of. I think they're trying to put a plaster on something. Yeah, because that, yeah, they, they because said literally what so, they should be fucking doing is paying these people what they deserve. Make the jobs appealing. Yeah, because that's um, what they should be doing. There's more than 124,000 vacancies across the workforce. And so they're trying to, wow. but, yeah. but this is the thing it's just like okay right so as you're saying they're not paying people properly exactly. they're not um what do you call it they the people working under insane conditions we don't have the workforce here we we have a racist immigration policy mm-hmm. um student fees are freaking skyrocketing do you know what i mean and you think that just <laughs> funneling school leavers <laughs> into the hospitals is going to make a freaking difference no what you're going to do is you're going to create a culture where where people make little mistakes yep. over and mm-hmm. over again and we're going to suffer. Yeah, You're going to keep, if you keep prices, um, pay, pay, paying people low wage, they're going to continue to leave anyway. Then we're going to have unskilled people or not well-skilled enough <laughs> treating us. Imagine. That's it. Imagine. I left school. What's on your CV? I was a nurse for last year. Now I'm yeah. um, a computer graphic designer or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I was a nurse for half yeah. an hour. Um, and what I, what also in this, like what this woman, um, I think it's Miss Pritchard who is, is uh let me find out who she is she's from the tories i think anyway um she said but well, university isn't right for every school leaver and some young people want to start earning straight away so this recognition that university isn't right for everyone but yet this has been the narrative for success that if you go to uni you're a more qualified a more employable person but all of a sudden when it's convenient for you guys now university isn't a thing and to it's be one fair of the, to most... the tories though they didn't want everyone to go to they, university they, That's they, they, they always said that yeah. they don't want everyone going to university they want worker beasts. that's what tories yeah. want. i understand that but it's mm-hmm. it, it, but yeah. getting employed in the right role then it's like oh, where's you I can see it. I can't lie. I'm actually like not against this as an idea at all. Especially now the world is changing and how every there's gonna be lots of young people who aren't going to find employment very easily with AI. So I could see how actually being skilled and trained up into the medical profession that's actually going to be helpful because not everybody does have the capabilities and the academics to sit there and do the theory then work. You and maybe they're be better on my the job. Doctor. Thank you. No, but there are lots of doctors, lots of doctors who actually say the amount of theory work that they do isn't helpful. They would prefer way more on the job experience than about, spending well, that amount of time. Well, if they're going to be on the job, mm. yeah, I think there also needs to be a level of theory in that shit. There yeah. has to be, mm. right? I think you would definitely and still, still have then, to be in I, But then I think maybe if you're going to be on the job, rather than qualifying in five or 10 years or whatever it is, then you qualify in 15. Because like, you're, I, 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 I saw the long-term plans me. and it was about it, 10 years before you, be, before you became a qualified doctor. Like literally like mm-hmm. you're either going to be Dr. So-and-so or Mr. Mm. For a nurse, it was six years, and mm-hmm. to be a doctor, it was ten years. Because so I'd be interested to know so they're get, paying these people so exactly. As well. So you get to get away with treat not only working under poor conditions, mm-hmm. not having full proper training as your uh, other colleagues, but then also being paid less for a longer amount of time. Also, as well, which apprenticeship programs have done well, please? Right. No, no it's just a farce. Plumbers, electricians, builders. 
manual labor yeah most of the trades have but they haven't done that with medicine and also this would take away the elitism with medicine because you're studying for so long you need money and most families are funding you while you're doing it and that's the other thing so actually having working class people being able to get trained and skilled up to me it kind of makes sense i don't know why they're aiming it at working no i I don't well Well, it's just to anybody that that doesn't want to go uni technically it would it probably would be but if you reduce reduce the the uni fees (laughs) do you know what i mean then you're gonna get those people anyway do you know what i mean like you're gonna get that people anyway so this again i agree that this is trying to put a plaster on a freaking problem they created what i'd like to know is i I, I would ask rishi sunat the same question that someone asked him quite recently are you do you have private health Right. right. Do you, um, all he now, he, he all, now we're all now we're waiting for. All now we're waiting for. He's a bloody liar. When last came, when he has to he's run into a bloody A&E, liar. Whatever. When he has I to run into any, when he needs yeah, a tablet from quickly. the fucking local yeah. shop, like some It'll paracetamol, go, yeah. that's mm. when he uses the I, local. I think um, I'm looking for. How about doing both? How about fixing the fucking NHS like you're supposed to? Pay the workers what they're supposed to be paid. Improve the conditions that they're working under, and then maybe look at a way to get more people into the workforce in an apprenticeship way because yes recognizing no not everyone does do well in a uni setting but not compromising also the education that you're going to get in this apprenticeship there has to be like a really tight tiered system and though and as we know everything across the board is being underskilled everything is being fast tracked so that's why an apprenticeship we can't necessarily trust it because because they fucked up the world Everything's trying to like, just get them in, just get them in, just get them in. If there was a really tightly run and curated apprenticeship course, I might not have a problem, but it shouldn't be the resolution to the shit that you don't need to fix in the first place. Why is there no apprenticeships to be a politician? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that they need. Well, that. I guess the thing is, <laughs> the grooming that takes place yeah, grooming to be right a politician word. is kind of a bit grooming of a problem because right they word. need to brainwash you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need to sanitize your family and everything. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy one. I would <laughs> say there probably family. is a, an apprenticeship scheme that you go under. I mean, yeah, it shouldn't be the solution, but I'm not opposed to it. But I don't trust the government to run I it properly. I don't trust them to do fuck And a lot way. of people be liable and sued and all this stuff and, and die. And the problem is they won't care. Yeah. You see, like, if the, if the level of deaths that um f- from a result of this, they will not care. If it raises, they won't care. Because mm. they don't do anything that they're supposed to do. They just, they will fob it off and say, oh, but they'll come with some next statistic that says it counteracts what they're saying the actual you know oh 100 people have died oh but 100 people have died but there's 50 people that have jobs yeah they'll do something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. oh. um is there anything you guys want to pick up yeah i want to talk about um uh the petition that's been launched to save brixton academy from yeah. closing forever um so brixton academy as you know has been closed since a stampede that happened last december and at a sake's gig is that how you say it Mm-hmm. Right, um, and uh, it was a result. It resulted in two people dying, and it was it was down to like poor security and the mismanagement of everything. Mm-hmm. So the police now want to close the academy forever. Mm. How do you guys feel about that, bro? I mean, I'm from Brixton, right? So I I have real real mixed feelings about this. I can't lie. But my having worked, done an event at that venue <clears> as well, I think it needs to close, at least for a bit, it needs to close. Mm. 
I don't know if the the forever means forever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I think that Brixton um, definitely has other venues, or they can, you know. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, as a, as a as from what I've seen firsthand, nah, it can't run. Mm. It can't run, and I think it's a dishonor to the people that died and the other people that suffered injuries as well mm. to to keep it open. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 disgraceful what happened that day, and you can't just blame the um the people. Do you know what I mean? Because they're saying they're pushing and stuff and everything. Like, like events don't happen there every other week. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, how is it you're in a position? Do you know what I mean? Where you're not managing crowds. Like, yeah. if you can't manage crowds, then you shouldn't have a number you shouldn't, one. You sh- yeah, events, exactly. Then you, your venue can't run. You yeah. you lose your license. Do you know what I mean? You have to be able to do those fundamental things. So, and you're putting people's. That's the side of events that people don't like to. Um, focus on or care about yeah. I, I think do you know what I mean as an event professional like do you know what I mean the health and safety side if you're not on the health and safety your event can't run mm. it really can't so like I said I won't go into detail but I've done events there firsthand, and we were put in a situation where we were at risk and it was people in the event like it's crazy do you know what I mean to think that that could happen and then to have this happen in the same year mm. wow so no so I will not be supporting management not the you would say should change than the building because they're saying they want to tear down that's the my building. thing that's mm. that's where i'm at it should be because mm. everything that you've explained that's down to the management of it isn't it mm. it's management it's your suppliers it's, yeah no, do you know yeah, the yeah, management like, it's of not the, the foundations of the building because yeah. that's what they want they want to yeah. tear it take down. it down and probably put up flats or something probably. yeah maybe but maybe even that maybe it is even the design of it needs to change maybe where maybe. the entrances and exits of what yeah. like do you yeah. know yeah. what i mean no, it's loads loads of those things i've been in venues yeah i've been in venues and i've to me i this is where my head goes because i am health and safety yeah. this is where what I, I will look at well why did they do it like this mm. if this if something happens how is everybody getting out yeah. Yeah. where's the fire exit yeah. why is this landing like that that's how i think when i yeah. go to these venues so maybe that's what needs to happen there it needs to have a change of management and it needs to be redesigned yeah yeah i wouldn't mind it going being there maybe four times yeah probably about four times i've been to brookson and i've always thought it, I didn't feel safe. Just the sheer amount of people. And when you come out and you kind of like spill out onto the street, it just always felt like this isn't the best place for a venue anyway. But is it because it's been in Brixton and it's, it's the both. element, the feeling It's of- like, for me, the easiest thing is when, a, when you can go into a venue, like you're not going in little streets. I don't like that. Yeah. It, it just doesn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And especially like, how do I get out easily? Mm-hmm. And I'm coming out onto a narrow street to go out into a main road. Again, it just doesn't feel like it's yeah. in the best place. Yeah. Plus the troubles of Brixton as yeah. well. Like, and I wouldn't mind if it goes, but I get it. I do think London does have a problem with venues though. Like we don't have enough venues and they keep on closing them down and turning them into flats. So that's one side, but I don't mind Brixton Academy going as an aside. Yeah. I have memories of Brixton Academy, so it's a nostalgic, oh, I shouldn't go, but it is that, like, coming, spilling onto the street, as you guys have said, there's no crowd control at all. Um, and the other thing is the, um, maybe it's something that we might need to get into. I don't know where that leading story is about security firms that are dodgy mm, yeah. and things like that. And those and those that have got connections to alternative groups and stuff like that, where 
no matter where, where, wherever the building is, if you have that those particular security firms and those type of people running those that part of your um, event, it's never going to change, no matter where the venue is. So there's something about that that needs it's to possibly bloody hard to do. Doors I know. have always been like run by gangsters. This is, a thing. is really even just having a venue as an independent having a venue there's a high chance that somebody is going to try and do some type extortion, of extortion you exactly so it's a hard one that's yeah. a part of i guess nightlife in effect is why it's now turned into big business so that they can shield that it's not fair in any way but that's what can you do i'm not expecting the police the biggest gang to really get involved in <laughs> running doors and making it safe because Brixton, there's no way that the police didn't know what was going on on those doors. Mm. Yeah, because I think the Met have lost, lost confidence and they're calling for the venue to be shut down. Maybe they are tired of the nonsense. <laughs> I don't think it's that they're tired of the nonsense. I think they don't want no ties to the nonsense. Yeah, yeah. they're that too. Yeah. I think someone, someone's going to make money off this. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's the uh, unfortunate thing. Do you know what I mean? But I just can't. Two people have died. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So and apparently this seems like the third insult. person is still in critical yeah, condition. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, serious? Yeah. 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 So oh, wow. It's an insult. It, it, it's, it's kind of an insult. And I, I think it's really insensitive. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel quite strongly that this is insensitive, to be honest. That it yeah. should go. That it that they're doing this campaign to keep oh, it. Oh, to keep it. Okay. Do you okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, people have done. <laughs> And you're thinking about a build, like, come on. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, so, actually, because it's, yeah, because how do you argue it's a building? It's not your father's building either. It's not right. even that, do you know what I mean? Whoever's yeah. campaign is just, like I said, there's nostalgia in it for sure. You know, we get the nostalgia, but there's a reality to the problem here. Yeah, yeah. Brixton kind of has that, like, mm. activism to try and hold on to Things. old Brixton. And, yeah. 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 And we understand, does, but the bigger yeah. problems of gentrification versus people actually dying because of mismanagement mm-hmm. of an event. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get into... Aunties know best. Aunties know best. Aunties know best. Okay. Hey, guys, we're working in collaboration with WAP Magazine as their new agony aunts, solving their reader dilemmas. Quick disclaimer, we're not professional experts all qualified therapists so please these are just our opinions and as i always say some of these have been edited down i think i'm gonna become a qualified therapist yeah because you want to have that <laughs> yeah you just, hate that don't you I don't. Want that taken I, yeah i want that I taken out <laughs> yeah. i hate it i am qualified yeah. <laughs> i'm qualified to give you opinions well we're aunties Do you know what was funny so it just reminds me of our live show because i think we said that during yeah. the live show i can't remember mm. which one you guys said it and then nikki was like i am yeah yeah, 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 yeah. she did yeah i was like nikki. Nikki. um that. okay guys <laughs> This one's from the actual, this is from our inbox before we get into the, um, the Magony Aunt ones. Mm-hmm. Hi aunties, I'm a new fan from Canada and I'm going through every episode. I hope it's okay to place a question. Sure. I grew up, sh- yeah. it's okay guys. <laughs> of course, Go for it. Sure. It's okay. I grew up super Christian and now I'm not so strict. And my boyfriend who does not identify as Christian, he believes in God but isn't religious. In spite of that difference, this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. We have similar interests, similar values, we love spending time together, and we are planning to get married one day. As I've mentioned, I've never been in such a healthy relationship before, and it's causing me to be anxious. Part of me keeps flinching, waiting for the other shoe to drop. I don't know such happiness and healthiness could be achieved so effortlessly, so effortlessly it's freaking me out. I have also never been a successful re- 
sorry, I have also never seen a successful relationship between people of two different religions. Um, and I'm so worried that this difference will cause a divorce in the future. I just want to know if you think my anxiousness is valid, trauma-based, or do you think a relationship can work if both people don't agree on how the universe came about? Have you ever felt anxious in a perfectly good relationship? Okay. Oh. That's sad. I, I mean, think I think you're 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 definitely your feelings are valid for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. I think you probably need to talk to someone, hun. Do you know what I mean? Like, um I don't I think you're projecting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and in my in my humble opinion, I think that it is perfectly okay to have if you haven't had an example of a healthy relationship to have these kind of anxieties of course because you wouldn't know do you know what I mean so that's perfectly fine but I think in terms of like relationships working with like different uh, religions yeah absolutely I've seen many 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 like where obviously where I'm from Nigerian do you know what I mean they don't really believe in atheism (laughs) so you're either a Christian or a Muslim but you have to be married (laughs) and it it works out all the time do you know what I mean it's not it's not necessarily like a massive massive deal so if that gives you some comfort hopefully Um, but yeah talk to someone talk to someone probably on your own to kind of work that through and then probably bring in your partner well um i think this is so normal and i can totally remember the feelings of palpitations of if this goes south i don't know what i'm gonna do like just that like uh, and then thinking oh i'm gonna fuck it up because that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna fuck this up like so all of that anxiety yes i think that's I think almost every person that I've spoken to that's in a long-term relationship remembers the beginning of the relationship feeling like I could die if this ends and I'm going to ruin it. I think that's very normal. I think it's actually probably a part of being in love. Mm. It's just the emotion of it. Um, And the examples, yes. I think you still just have to have your fundamentals. How the world came about, there are no definites. So however you want to arrive at the world is here. I don't think those are fundamentals to end a relationship, but your actual, your life fundamentals, your financial fundamentals, having a family fundamentals, Mm. they need to be in alignment and religion doesn't need to play a part in that. If that's, if that's okay and you both are seeing it in different lanes, no problems there. I don't even know if like speaking to somebody, I think this is a part of being in a relationship and everything you're feeling is perfectly normal. So it's how it goes. And if it ends, so be it. So be it. It's like, it's how it goes. Like chalk it up to, I had a, an amazing time with another human. Like really try and ease up on yourself. Yeah. I think the main thing for me within what you were saying is that he believes in God. Cause I think yeah. it'd be harder if he didn't believe in God. Yes. To, and you do. That's harder. But if you do different religions, it can work. We've all seen it work. So, you know, focus on the positives. You're in a very healthy relationship. It seems like you have, you're on the same page in terms of where your life is going to go. And I think that's a positive. So, you know, don't, don't be too concerned about the religion part of it. You know, you can, you can come together. You can work that out. Yeah. And I think if you mentioned trauma, if you have trauma, then I'd say I'd be inclined to explore that trauma with a professional, as I'm sure they suggested. Um, and if it's just anxiety, like just you're just a bit scared of it all going wrong, then there's a normality in that. There is some. Thank you from 
for yeah. watching and listening all the way from Canada. Share it in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, aunties? Right now, my bills and not having a husband to pay them is probably my biggest dilemma. <laughs> Your sis is tired. Shit, did you find my letter? This is Cece, who's 27. That's it. That's her dilemma. She, she got bills and no husband to pay them. Your sis is tired, she wow. says. You're 27, Cece. I don't know what to say to you because we're all tired. We're all tired. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're all tired. Quiet. Tired. I mean, I'm tired too. You're not alone if that's any comfort. Yeah. Um, your bills are not having a husband to pay them. Is that something to explore? So you, you that what you're looking for, Cece? You want a husband to pay your bills. So your situation is you need a man to eventually be your husband who's rich enough to pay his bills and your bills <laughs> together. So that's that's the mission. Set yourself a plan, I think. Set your goals and targets and start ticking them off the list. How you get there. How you get there. Because that's the only way, maybe. I don't know if you're just sitting there saying, I need my bills paid, I, need, I don't have a husband. Are you actively trying to find a husband who can afford you and himself and potentially children? Because, you know, that might be the extra. 27, yeah. yeah. You can come up with a plan plan of that. Mm. Um, where? What's the, yeah. What steps should she take? She's got to be intentional with <laughs> yeah, it yeah. because having yeah. a husband don't mean that your bills are going to be paid. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. You've got to really list like what it is. You've got six figures, seven figures, all that type of stuff. Set your goals, girl. Tell us how you get on. Yeah. Share your goals yeah, with us. Share them. So the, those of us who are interested. Hi, <laughs> right, aunties. I got my first boyfriend when I was only 13 years old. And when I told my mother, she took me to the doctor to get birth control. No convo about sex or nothing. And I was only 13. At the time, I didn't even want to have sex with my boyfriend, but I felt like I couldn't tell him no, and that it was expected of me. A convo with my mother would obviously have made me understand that you're never obligated to have sex with anyone. Looking back, I feel like my mother wasn't there for me, especially since I told her as soon as I got a boyfriend and she met him the very first day that I was actually spending time with him. So I was very open and transparent and never hid anything from her. I'm still angry at her for this, but I've never told her. Is this something I should have a conversation with her about, or should I just forgive her and work through it on my own. If she doesn't understand, it may create further distance. Lizzie, 28 years old. Oh. If it's weighing on you, then I would believe you'd have to say something. Um, but again, I don't know the nature of the relationship with your mum, whether conversations like that go well, or you've tried to do that before. Um, I know personally, having raising some things with my mum that have bothered me in the past hasn't always gone well in the immediacy, but upon reflection and maybe ref follow-up conversations, it has helped us and we are a lot closer than we ever were when I was up until maybe my 30s even. So... So you think you got closer through you talking from, about from it? Through me actually biting a bullet. Yeah. And sometimes, not question of biting a bullet, just <laughs> blurting it out because I couldn't hold it in so for I couldn't hold it in for any longer. And I was very, I very much raised I was I raised myself in that way to be to think that it's best not to speak. Mm. I felt like I couldn't speak. Not that I was told not to speak, but I felt like I couldn't speak. So that's definitely been a problem for me throughout my whole life. So when I started to find my fitting and being able to find my strength in speaking up, which I don't find easy. When I did do it to my mum, we, we battled, but then we came out the other side and we are closer for it. That's not everyone's experience, I understand. But if it's, this is weighing you down, you might have to explore having a conversation with her. I feel so. I think, I think that would probably be the best step forward, especially if you're holding some types of resentment mm. to what took place. I think you kind of got to share that, actually. I think that's probably 
the best step forward. Um, but it's a hard one though, because it at is. the same time, you know, if your if your relationship is kind of okay and this could rattle it in a really bad way, I get the hesitation as well. But I do feel like that is a big thing. And not too uncommon. I have a friend that has been through similar with her mum. And they did talk about it. And, but th they had a very good relationship like that anyway. It was just her mum really thought the best thing was to go on the pill. Mm. And actually taking into consideration her age, she was 14, they, they needed more conversations. And it probably was a conversation to be like, you should probably wait until you mature a little mm. bit more. But it's a hard one. Yeah, I would say speak to your mum. Because even though it's really uncomfortable... It is weighing on you. That's why you've written it. Because mm. it's weighing on you. And even though you might have a decent relationship with your mum, this thing's always in the air. Mm. Now, I've had to have certain uncomfortable conversations with my own mum about certain things. And I'm, I haven't always been able to say them all at once. Mm. It might be like, I'll raise this bit mm -hmm. and then we'll have a conversation and it'll be weird and then it will be all right. And then later I might raise another bit. Like, and me and my mum are really close now. And I feel like if I didn't have certain conversations and let her know how I felt about things, we wouldn't be as close as we are. So, mm. so it's uncomfortable, but you, you know, you want to have a relationship with your mum by the sounds of it. I think you need to raise it. And it might be like you said, it might be a case of her mum was just like, I don't want anything to happen. Yeah. So let's do this. And then with that, she wasn't the type of mum that she could talk to her child about sex and, and that stuff. So have a convo with your mum. You're, you're, it's totally acceptable for you to feel some type of weight about what happened to you. Um, and you, you just need to get that off your chest, really, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, yeah, you could definitely try and have the conversation and see, see what it's... I mean, I, the hope that I'm getting from what you've said is that she took you to get the contraception. So it wasn't like she didn't want to have a conversation about sex or didn't want to address it or whatever kind of thing. It was just like almost maybe like half a conversation or the action that would come mm. from a conversation. Do you know what I mean? And stuff. But it sounds like you also have some other things to deal with. Like the situation with the boyfriend pressuring you to have sex and you've been feeling like you wasn't ready and stuff, which is another conversation on top of that conversation with your yeah. mum. So maybe you need to talk to someone. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? To kind of, because at the same time, as much as your mum has the responsibility for her part in there, there's another bit there that's not necessarily her responsibility, but as a result, it's because of her perceived action or inaction. Do you know what I mean? So you need to work through that yourself to get a resolve there. And it doesn't necessarily sit her at her door. So I would just say that. Um, but yeah, I think definitely have a conversation but obviously as you know it's been said it might not necessarily go the way that you want it to go um and that's okay and that's yeah. normal as well kind of thing because different generations will then you know yeah yeah and the initial combo yeah mm. defensiveness yeah because yeah. there is know. that yeah definitely. yeah but there is that. could sit on it and actually yeah. think hmm, maybe i'm yeah. able to do that yeah in a different way and i think like as well as you get older you realize that your mum's just a woman isn't it yeah you yeah. said that before yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're human we make mistakes don't we because what, yeah. what i was gonna say is that in that and this is not to make an excuse but she, having a teenage daughter who's presenting a boyfriend in that moment for a mum or for a parent could be super scary and 
for whatever relationship at that time, your mum might have been like, I don't want to upset her. I don't want to lose my daughter. Teenage years are those precarious years where some parents really suffer with their children through those teenage years because it's the hormones or whatever, everything goes awry and it's really difficult. So she might have just been like, let me be that good mum, that, or, you know, the supportive mum that's not imposing all my projections onto her and let me... T- so there's lots of stuff that you might uncover in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mum might not, didn't, maybe didn't realise that you're throwing, it's actually sending your daughter out to the wolves, as it were. Depends on what kind of conversation, or did you let her know that you didn't have that follow-up conversation to say, yeah, you know, I feel like I don't really want to have sex. So what, that conversation was never had. Mm-hmm. So she might not even have known or even thought, okay, you're cool, you're, my daughter's all right in this space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, she could have thought it was different maturity levels, yeah. definitely. And yeah. also her mum could really be feeling guilty mm-hmm. and doesn't yes. even know how to mm-hmm. talk to her about mm-hmm. it as well. Yeah. So this may be freeing for both of you. Yeah. yeah. You just never know. Hey aunties, one of my girls just went through a bad breakup in March. She spent April crying and was just at home. However, May arrived and I don't know what happened, but she is back on the streets. First, I was happy that she is out more because it's not only in regards to men and parties, but also gym and being more active in general. Mm -hmm. But it's been nine days and she has already slept with four different men. And this is not like her. Should I mind my business or should I have a talk with her? As I feel she may regret her decisions once she she has processed the breakup. Rebecca, who's 30. <sighs> when I read this, I'll just say something. When I read this, I could hear my homegirl Farah being like, okay, okay. Four guys. Four guys, yeah? You might want to just spread them out a little piece. A little piece. And I, and I can say the same to Farah, like, is this everything okay? <laughs> so no judgment per no se. No judgment. But I think as a friend, you can check in. Yeah. yeah. It's about checking in. Cause yeah. As long as she's cool and she's good. And she, it's, you're right. You know, that's it. Just check in, isn't it? You're right. A high pitched. You're right. It's everything okay. <laughs> you're good. Shall I? Uh, I, I, no, I think you need to definitely check yourself first like what like what what is my issue with this Uh, yeah do you know what I mean and making sure that it's not your issue Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean your stuff obviously check in with your friends um but just a light check-in though yeah do you know what I mean just like what are you doing and what are you doing not a judgmental just a a light and as you said I think that's very important make sure that it's not your issue yeah Yeah. Yeah. you're jealous because she's not necessarily 30 isn't it yeah yeah, not necessarily jealous. Well, there's, lots like, of, there's lots yeah, of things. I just Big think women. Like, but yeah. also, you know, yeah. like sometimes, like, yeah. I don't know if this, is, if this is true of the girl, that her friend, but you know, like if she was in a long-term relationship and then like you, yeah. you suddenly, I'm fucking free. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there. It might be that, isn't in it? Because she's looking after herself in all the other ways that she's yeah. supposed to. Yeah. So maybe she's now just like, actually, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. And there's also how, where and when, at what point of this of your friend's life did you meet her? Because it's also, this could have been her from before you even yeah, knew that's her. True. And when I say this could have been her, it, it's not a judgment. It's more like she might just been very confident and enjoyed sleeping with different guys at, at her whim. So you've met her in a, in a, maybe you met her in a relationship mm. or in a different yeah, so way. Because you, you know, only meet people know. in different yeah. stages of their life and personality. Mm. So you really, it is definitely check yourself, lightly check in. Yeah, lightly. I think it's a light check in. I, don't, light. I don't think it's a, an intervention in any, like don't no, try and get no. all the girls together and be like, we've been noticing you've been doing. Yeah. Then th- at yeah. that point, don't it's mind your fucking business. Yeah. We need to have a conversation. Don't do that. Yeah, don't. do, not do that. <laughs> and, It will and, not and end well. You know? And also there, there's elements of 
there is definitely something to do with, okay, well, how, what's her emotional, but as your friend, as your brethren, like, is she emotional? Is she doing things to the excess that seem harmful? There's also things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Is there drinking involved? Are there drugs involved? Is, is there extreme behavior that's accompanying that behave, that kind of reckless behavior that comes with a breakup that some people kind of self-destruct and yeah. self-harm. Yeah. So does is this behavior coupled with some of those alarming signs, that's a different type of checking, but it's still a light entry because even that, she might not recognize her behavior as being harmful to herself. So you just have to step lightly. Yeah. Just just be in there. Yeah. Really. But yeah, don't, don't go in heavy handed with any judgments. Hi, I recently moved to London from a different country. And one thing I have realised in London is that body count matters, which is insane. (laughs) Where I'm from, nobody would ever even ask this. My ex of six years never asked me and I never asked him. However, it seems like it matters a lot in London. And after getting to know girls in London, I've been told that 99% of girls in London lie about their body count. Everyone is either on three or five. Um, My body count is 12, which I don't feel like is bad. So what should I do? One, tell people to mind their business when they ask, as this is not normal to ask where I'm from, to ask where I'm from. Two, tell people the truth, even though I most likely will be judged on something everyone is also doing, but just lying about. Three, lie like everybody else. That's from Frida, who is 29. Oh, wow, Bro, you're old. too big to be worrying <laughs> about, about yeah, what other man. people think, first yeah. of all, to be honest. But I just don't think, like, I think you, you, the people that care about body count are not for you. No. Right. Do you know what I mean? So if that comes up for the issue, that's your red flag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just get out of there. It's, it's, yep. it's not an option. It's just not an option. It's just, they're just not mentally on the same wavelength mm-hmm. as you right. at all. So I don't think you should, I don't think you should, um, I don't think everyone should know, but I don't, I don't think you should lie. I don't think you should lie. Yeah. Yeah, the lying part just seems stupid. Yeah. And then that also seems like you're also playing this game with yeah. them as well. I think it should be a cold, hard, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cut uh, out of there. And also, like, who's counting? Like, really and truly. I remember when I was younger, like, okay, I've kissed one boy. I've <laughs> said, like, when you're younger, like, it started counting. I don't know what... Right now, I don't know. Who cares? Like, why are you asking that question? At her age, because yeah. I was like, that does seem like such a teenage it's thing. Such a no. Do you know what? I but get guys that. Guys do. I get, off, yeah, yeah, I get girls like in that in that kind of age group still thinking the same thing because they still hear it. It is stupid. It's like the fucking most stupid thing I've ever heard of. And it's none of your business. It is none of it's your none business. It's none of your business how many people I've banged. It's got nothing to do with you. And I don't care about you either. That you just know, seems like the it. weirdest thing to come up in conversation. And a lot of these men well, that care about the body count, you, if she has a low body count, remember that one from last week where he thinks he knows the most? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, freak, yeah. like, yeah. like, yeah. like pick a down his dick behaviour right. because he thinks he don't know better. And it's okay for him to know with hundreds, but yeah. you couldn't, oh my God. Don't lie. And if they ask. Yeah, don't lie. Red flag. But also just tell them to do one if they ask. Hi, aunt. So we hired this girl six months ago. When we hired her, she said that someone stole her identity and keeps stealing her money. I thought she was crazy. My manager thought she was nice and wanted to hire her. So we hired her around the holidays because she was willing to work all holidays so other employees could be off. We had planned to let her go after the holidays, but when management came, they wanted to keep her. It's been six months now with her constantly saying she's been hacked. Somebody stole her identity, missing her paychecks, getting new cards every other week. Only for her to find out that it's her mother who she lives with that is stealing all her money and messing with her. Her mother is a narcissistic drug addict, so she said to confront her would be pointless. She doesn't know what to do. Jordan, 26 years old. That did not go the way that I thought it was going. I thought the girl was going to be... 
like lying. fraudulent. Yeah, I, I thought, thought, she was I thought the girl was Alicia. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, her mum. Wow. Her mum, you know. Wow. Is a drug addict on top. So, I mean, girl, come on, man. Like, why has your mum got access to your anything? Yeah. But like, why do you is know he what I mean? Why is Jordan writing it? I don't know. Because this is a because uh, it's not your it's not actually your issue, Jordan. Right, okay. Either, yeah. Oh, to advise her. Yeah. Maybe. Because yeah. the girl has yeah. been asking Jordan but, yeah. for help. What oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe mm. set yourself at someone else's address. I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, so your bank staff doesn't go there or PO yeah. box or something. I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know how you could do it, but like, just like everything to do with your identity, like clap it down, yeah. like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like everything, like even on your phone, have yeah. passwords on passwords. Do you know what I mean? Like everything, like seriously, so that just can't, just can't have access and don't tell your mother about any changes yeah. that you're making as well. Like you just have to keep like secrecy on a hundred like oh wow Your I don't think mother. Jordan likes her why <laughs> I guess so no. he, want, yeah, he, he wants her to go he didn't want wasn't was uh, on the yeah. job going yeah, her 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 yeah anyway. I, don't, I don't think Jordan yeah. likes her I think she's yeah. disturbing their work yeah. site and that, it, I'm reading it yeah. now yeah. Is that Jordan's like and her mother's a crackhead yeah. stealing that stuff <laughs> like just get her like can't like help me get rid of her I feel like that's what Jordan wants Jordan speaks to her child but it's not I mean well they can't like if it's an ongoing I don't know she would have to file a police report and stuff, do you know what I mean? To be able to get them money back because they can't, the company can't just pay her no. wages again because she no, said so. Not, yeah. You have to have a crime no. reference number and yeah. all that kind mm. of stuff, and that will be putting your mum in jeopardy. I don't know, I don't man. Think Jordan cares. Yeah, he maybe. Just wants her to stop bugging him. Or That's something. what I don't Jordan know. wants. <laughs> Jordan. I, Jordan's spilling all her tea. Just tell her well. to change all her stuff. I don't know. Maybe do you have to be friends with her at work? You don't. Because why is she? I feel so sorry for her. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, horrible situation horrible. for her to be in. Imagine you've been your working and all your mom. money gets clapped and it's your mum. And your mum. <laughs> all right, guys. Like, really, she's got to try and move out as soon as possible. There's got to be that. Yeah. That's she's, the only know, way. You've got to have change. your own place. That's pretty much it. But, boy. Dear, dear aunties, I have a very big dilemma that could ruin my whole family dynamic. My big brother is cheating on my sister-in-law. She is the mother to my three beautiful nieces. Whilst I love and look up to my brother very much and my loyalty should be with him, she is my family too. Should I tell her? Abimbola, 30. You know, her brother, her big brother is cheating on, his, on her sister-in-law. She obviously loves her sister-in-law. Yeah. She's mother to the three beautiful nieces. Should she tell sister-in-law or Hold on. brother? She needs to tell the brother that she knows that she's onto him and that um, she's not happy about it. And if he doesn't stop it, she's going to expose him to their parents or their family. But I don't think that she should tell her sister-in-law. And I say that with sadness. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Is it blood's always thicker than water? No, it's not For that me, because definitely. he's been a dickhead. Like, But I'm telling you, I know that what you're on. And mm. I don't appreciate it. And I think you're a horrible, horrible individual. And look at the family that you're going to blow up. For mm -hmm. what? For Pum Pum? No. Oh. Well, that's what it's for, isn't oh, it? Yeah, it's it's just, it is. But that's like, where does hope? Yeah, sometimes it's needed. Mm. It's the brother. I would definitely not tell my sister-in-law. Mm. Definitely not. But I would talk to my brother about it. I think. I think I would talk to my brother about it. It kind of all depends. I may honestly be like, I don't want to get involved any way, shape or form. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have to talk to my brother, obviously. Um, but I would give him a time limit. I would have to tell her, like, 
I don't know. I'm just the people are having my fat. Oh, mm-hmm. mate, I'll just, I'll, I'll be. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah, I just wouldn't be able to sleep. Or I'm gonna have to find the mistress. <laughs> For real, I'm gonna have to find the mistress and 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 maybe not this. Obviously, just jokes, but threaten them, but not this. But yeah, like just just <laughs> just, just jokes, <laughs> just yeah. jokes. No, but I like get it. yeah, I just I would have to I'd have to find a way for it to end. Like I just like it might have to be extreme. But it would have to it would have to be like yeah. I'm on to you guys, yeah, and I'm not going to stop until this stops. Yeah. Because I And I think feel, they would believe me. I feel like even just the idea of it, like I'm thinking of my sister and I was like, right, I can't tell her. But I, yeah, but I that, don't want to tell her because her. I don't want her yeah. whole world. But that would affect yeah. my yeah. whole relationship with my nieces. My nieces yeah. and like I'm around the fact like it would yeah. just no. make the anxiety that it would give me. I'd be I so feel like it would come out in my body. Yeah, I'd be so angry with my yeah. brother for doing this for putting me for putting me him. in this situation as well. Yeah, I would be angry and I'd set him a deadline and I'd definitely go and tell mum, dad, whoever, the significant family members that would make him feel shame about it, I'd tell them to. So it's just going to be a problem. Yeah. See, I always think the more people that know, the more likely It'll it get kind out. of gets out. But then it has to I get out because like he has to I'm, tell the truth. I'm leaning way more towards the mistress and getting her. But if you get her, she might be one of them ones that uh, make bear noise as well and cause trouble. Well, she wants it to come out. Yeah, oh, exactly. No, no, no. What she, what no. she's like, no, yeah, messy yeah. Messy yeah. Messy I want fine. this man. That's He's fine. with me now. She will what, never what know that? peace. She will never know <laughs> peace. She will never know peace. <laughs> ever, but ever, also, ever, we don't ever. know, is she lying? Is Seriously. she being lied to as well? Yeah, she might not know. Take care. Is she being lied to? Okay, about mine. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that's probably the route I'm going. It's the, it's the mistress route. No, but imagine this. Okay, so imagine you go to the mistress, right? Mm. And the mistress is one of them gal there that's going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I never mm. knew about this shit. Like, fuck that shit. And then she goes to the baby mother. Mm. She goes to your sister in law. What about that? Then it's all everything you're trying to do it's to contain it. But I would, talk, up anyway. I would talk to my brother first and say, look, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. So you better sort do this out. because do this is what I'm going to do. Just finish and it. you know I'm a bomb. So it's everything's going to be chaos. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely everything's going to be chaos. So you better sort it out. Yeah. My route so, is definitely going to I'll my brother. Something. I'm going to my brother yeah. first. It's like, okay, just mm. adding on to this. But say if you do, you go and speak to your brother yeah, and he's like, listen, mm. I'm actually going to leave. Like, so you better leave then now, yeah, bro. End it then. Hurry up. Don't put me no. in a situation where I've got to see my friend slash sister in law face to face and keep lying to her on your behalf. Sort it out then. No. There's you no got, there's no pausing in this situation. You've got to have thingy, okay? Come, let's go. Have Bola. Tell your brother. <laughs> yeah, let's go, let's yeah, go, let's yeah. go. Yeah. We'll go together if you like. Yes. Dear aunties, I've just joined Hinge and my matches have been matching. Black men are truly beautiful. My best friend's brother has matched me. Just to give you a little context, I have fancied him for years. I know how this sounds, um, but when his, he and his ex broke up, I was jumping for joy, doing cartwheels. My best friend has pretty much said that he's a no-fly zone and is off-limits to all her girlfriends. But until he matched me on Hinge, I didn't think he liked me. We have been talking non-stop for two weeks. I do feel bad. I never hide stuff like this from my best friend. Should I make him tell her instead of me, or should I just see how things go? I don't want to make things awkward when I go around her house and he happens to pop round for Sunday dinner. Shanice, 25 <laughs> years old. <sighs> Shanice. <laughs> Shanice. Shanice. Shan. Shan. Mate. What did he say? He likes your smile. <laughs> this is not, this is, this is not. The thing is, yeah, I think like, what, what my issue is with this year is that your friend has told you Mm-hmm. that he's no go so she's saying that for a reason so you need to listen to your friends really and truly and you need to tell her immediately 
immediately. It, you know, the thing is, the two options is basically, I'm going to be with him or I'm going to tell her and we're going to be together. Mm-hmm. What about just leave him alone? What about it's just been two weeks? Chill. What? Like, like you can, it's, you're not so involved that it's going to be hard for you to walk away. Your bridging has said, don't date my brother. That's Simple. your friend, right? Yeah. Your good ass friend. She said no. Best friend to, as well, isn't it? She's friend. a best friend. Mm-hmm. But best then you're friend. taking the piss. Your best friend has said, you cannot date my brother. Your bro- her brother's matched you. You can't say no. You can't like just cut it off. What's the problem? I don't, I don't care if but you fancied him. On? But what if they get on? What if they really the get on? The sister has told her no for a reason. You know, like, you know your people, yeah? I know some of my brothers. And let me tell you this, yeah? There are certain ones of them, not naming no names, but there's certain <laughs> ones of them. I would say, no. If you want to, no. No, that's that's my answer. No, why not? No, it's just a simple. Because when the shit hits the fan, yeah, Yeah, which which it will, and then you're gonna be crying on my shoulders about my brother, and then I've got to pick sides. That's my brother at the end of the day, isn't it? Let's not do this messy thing where you just avoid it it all. You just don't have to. Yeah, that's all. There's there's literally like five billion men out there. Like, you don't You're need to be with I'm this I'm sure you match with no, other people. No, no, no. Okay, let's she said she's been no, matching. The, oh, yeah, she did, oh, the matches it? have been matching. So yeah. then you can oh, unmatch. True. I was about to say, because I... The hinge hasn't been hinging, isn't always hinging. It's not, let's not go on like hinges. Though. Okay, fine, but yeah. she said the match. But she has matching. been saying, oh, there are other dating apps. And for her to say, <laughs> marriage woman, we're, 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 start, we're not sponsored Nana. by we're them. Not, <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm, no that's not what Nana's saying. I'm saying there are other apps. Nana's going the billions of other men. Yes, you can go no, out and travel. There, yeah. there's, this is your best friend's brother. There are other oh, men okay. to, okay. out there. Yeah, I agree. That bit. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Off and there are other apps. Yes. It's not just To be hinge. fair, she shouldn't even have to tell you. That's off limits. Yeah. It's off limit. I don't... I'm annoyed at you. Weeks. I can't lie. <laughs> it's I'm two annoyed. weeks. I'm annoyed. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't want it to be awkward when they go to her house for Sunday dinner. No, no, it's no. two weeks. Yeah, she's Do caught better. up in the excitement of the you She know, needs the to uncatch secrecy. herself. She's un- yeah, she's excited. It doesn't end it, well, chick. It like, doesn't end okay, well. Okay, exactly. It does not there's end an well. Element you can lose of maybe, your friend. You can lose There's all an of element of hopeful Hattie in my corner where if you lot really get on, but for me it's two weeks. And if you really are that concerned, be upfront in it. Just say... Yo, I matched your brother and I like him. What's the... Because there's also that conversation. Be honest. I have got friends, right, that have matched with the males in my... The single yeah. males in my life. And they've said to me, right, look, I've laughed. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think also, what's the worst... Really and truly, let, let's go on. What's the worst thing that can happen? Because if you really believe that you can handle this brother that's supposed to be off limits, be up front with your brethren and say, this is what's happening. I want to go for it. If she's like... I, I'm not getting involved. If she puts down ground rules, if she gets angry, deal with that in the immediacy. If you're so concerned, deal with it. Be honest with your brethren because she's your best friend. At but that be point. honest because you're doing happened. some sneaky deaky her thing. Her friend at the moment. has told her my brother is off no, limits. But so no, but 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 that, that's that been now. a general statement. Now something's happened where she's matched and she's getting on with him, so she feels something. Tell your brethren. I would. Mate, you're really taking a two week. Um, attraction a, 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 like a focus on this guy if you're really taking that over our best friendness yeah I've got a problem mm-hmm. with that I've actually got a problem with that I just don't think like I could respect you in the same way I honestly don't I think it's I off know. limits it's actually oh, absolutely off oh, limits just, and if, if I've, I've actually said it, said it, yeah, she said it's it. off it's not limits like she, it's not because like because if, yeah do you know what I mean have been said. because not my brothers but other people that I know, yeah. If I know a guy and I'm telling you the guy's off limits, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If he's close to me, he's off limits because of X, Y, Z. And then you go there, you're a dickhead to me. 
You're absolute dickhead of me because he's going to do to you what he's done with every other guy. Why I'm telling you he's off limits in the first place. I think it's fair. I think I, I think you've got your Disney princess hat on. Maybe, but I think always have to fill. Like, no, but there's something. <laughs> right? Yes, some people yeah. always have they to do feel, have to fill. And, but I don't need to witness it because yeah. I've already given you the warning. Because yeah, I know you're going to fill. Yeah. Like, if you want to run into the fire, I can't. I can't. I can't not judge you. Afterwards, it's about what the fallout. Yeah, afterwards. Let's say you date him and he fucks you over, right? And then I've got to deal with you or not have to. You can't come around anymore because my brother you can't stand the look of him and that's yeah. the like, it's yeah. just that mean they were never like then that was what was supposed yeah, but that's to happen was it worth it that's what it's not worth it two yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're for ma- you when the matches are matching that means there's other matches yeah. exactly so, yeah. for the other matches do you know what i mean there's something God, in it man. I, for me i would say i hear everything i would say just tell your friend and just be honest and see whatever happens happens what's her name again shanice shanice don't be hard ears man what's made you sad bad and glad guys by the way guys if you want the aunties to solve your dilemmas please forward them via dm to at WAP magazine underscore your dilemmas will be also published in the WAP online magazine now what's made you sad mad and glad ladies what's yeah. made me Go very on. glad and i've just seen it as i've gone onto instagram mm. our friend shani b is having a little baby and she just had a baby shower and she looks amazing it's made me very very happy i've only got one glad and that's sean lovely sean is going to be a mum and she's going to be an amazing mum and she looks stunning and beautiful and gorgeous and everything so yes that that is for my shawnee b oh that's really cute she's gonna be a lovely mummy um okay so i am sad that people are still following and supporting just pearly things and her channel especially black men what? Um, yeah, it's still raging. <gasps> She's still out there. I'm mad. There is a new clip from um, King Riches, and he is going in oh. on a black woman again. Yeah, literally. Is this one where he tells her to leave? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that made when me, she's I was apologizing. So, yeah, like steam was coming out of my ears, and I wanted to do like angry mm. typing, but I just had to stop myself. <laughs> like it. I was also mad at all the women who stayed in the room yes. as she got up and quietly yeah. fu- shuffled out they of the carried room. They carried on the show. Yeah. They carried on the Wait, show after she I left. I thought this was... A joke. The same one. No, this is... This is like oh. this happened like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I thought it was the same clip going around from before, you know? No, no, wow. another woman. Wow, it's, wow, yeah, wow, wow, mad wow. women that keep going on his show. Wow. You know what the thing is, though? Because there is that. But also... They didn't know that they were going on King Rich's show. They oh, thought they were what? going on just pearly things and they were going there to confront Pearl. What? Oh. And this isn't even the first case of this. I, I saw three other people saying I was set up in the same way. The booker says you're going on to just pearly things show. You're going on the pregame. You get there and then King Rich's is sitting there and he starts being an asshole like he always is to black women. So why don't they get up and leave? And this is the thing. It's like, why don't they just get up and leave as soon as he starts? I mean, even she didn't leave. She was still apologizing. And then he's like, get out. But he, okay, to be fair to her, (laughs) not even to be fair to her, but that apology that I saw, I thought it was someone else. Oh my God. I was just like, she's being cheeky with it though. Yeah, Yeah, do you know what I mean? She She wasn't raining up. But she was doing that on purpose. He was making out like she was raining up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he wanted he wanted that reaction and she was just yeah. like Sorry. Yeah, I feel mad. Yeah. Security, get her out. Security, security. I was like, this fucking dicket. But to be fair, I don't know. Because people could watch when we was on the show and we think the same thing. Like, why did we sit there? 
To be no, honest, but no, you were, no one was attacking you like that. That's you, true. No, no one, one was attacked attacking us. You like Nobody that. told true. us to get out and, of the place. Look, Nobody you, done stopped, that. you stopped some misogynistic men from saying the word bitch. True. So I think this it's not is the same it. thing. We didn't have that experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll experience what this It's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair okay, and I'm glad that Abram Preach, um, I love their channel. It's brilliant on YouTube. Abram Preach, um, they did a video highlighting um, just pearly things had a whole expose done on her by a content creator called Brittany Venti. Mm. I urge everybody to go onto Brittany's channel and watch that. It's just so brilliant. She just, she she disgraces her. It's the only way to put it. And Abra and Preach, obviously, they're on almost 2 million followers on YouTube and they highlighted that video. So it's just, it's just great. Any type of humiliation for just pearly things, I'm always for. Hannah. Yeah, Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, like Hannah. Hannah Pearl Davis. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, my sad. Oh, God. You know what? Yeah, it's the Beyonce spoilers, you know. I'm not going to I'm not watching. I'm like, not watching. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. Have I've you been, been able to avoid it? I've been I, trying. I, yeah, I've been so trying to scroll past. Getting, I've been yeah. like, mm, like yeah. looking a little bit. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, Same. yeah, it's made yeah. me a little bit sad. Um, my ma- I don't really have a mad, you know. Do you know what I mean? Um, but my glad is that I'm going to be... Oh, when does this come out? I would have done it already. Yes, I'm happy for our speaking to exist. And my successful first talk of how to do events for beginners. That oh, I'm excellent. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. When so, are you doing yes. it? Where are you doing it? Um, I'm doing it for a PR company. Uh, I will tell you next week okay. or the name Amazing. of it, just to make sure. But yes, um, yeah, so it should be a good one. Um, yeah. Excellent, well That's done. Good. Excellent, well done. Um, Thanks. Very cool. good. Thank you. I'm sad, my favourite earrings broke. And <laughs> Omolola jewellery, please, please, I need the Africa outline map earrings. Somebody, somewhere, send me a pair or send me a link to find a pair because I can't find them anywhere. They're my favourite earrings and they broke. Um, I'm very mad. I'm back in the gym, guys. Not as regularly as I'd like, but I am back in the gym. Stop putting your gym towels on the floor. It just... It, it icks me. It makes me so mad. People standing on the gym towels. <laughs> it's sickening. It what? makes me sick. I do that. I don't, <laughs> that's what I'm not getting. What yeah. You you, they stand on them when they're yeah. getting ready. On the, yeah. Put them on the floor of the gym. Yeah. So that you don't stand on the gym floor. you don't floor. have to yeah. stand on the gym floor. Just put your flip-flops on or something. No, but sometimes your feet are wet. Uh, and then you dry them. Sit down and dry them. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just... <laughs> It's my ick. I was imagining something else as well. I was like, where, where are people putting their towels on the floor? But I, I get it. In the changing room. Yeah. Like gym towels on the equipment. Yeah. Okay. No. Oh, on the floor. All right. Little Mermaid. Oh, sorry. My glad is Little Mermaid. Um, it, I've seen it. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite Disney um, cartoons. The real live action version is brilliant. Hallie, perfect casting. She is Ariel forever. Ariel forever and ever. Um, amazing. My teenage dreams are satisfied. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> well, you That's probably it. want to go see it now because I weren't even interested. No, it's actually. Oh, no, I, yeah, no, I do want to really see good. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. Should be um, cool. And that's it, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching and listening. Don't forget, we are at our new home at Garden Studios, the Hive. That is, we're in the Hive. Um, we will be sharing details very soon of how you can book the Hive for your podcast recording, content creation, studio hiring music producing and creating all sorts of creative stuff virtual here. production but training all, virtual production having all, all sorts oh, of things oh, baby more stuff <laughs> oh just email Farah you'll get all the Farah at gardenstudios.com don't, don't email us oh, it's nonsense. Not even .com. <laughs> you'll get nowhere it's .io 
There you go. Um, we will be back with more information on how you can join our Hive family soon. Um, and that's it. Thank you for watching and listening. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. We're on all listening platforms and we're on YouTube. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye-bye now. Peace out.